Hell yes, you spiritual badass. The play button you just hit brought you into a world of your own magic where you can be, do, and have anything. Where the possibilities are endless and you are limitless. I'm Janessa McKenzie, your guide on this journey, an NLP practitioner, master mindset coach, and an intuitive and lunar living expert. Join me in mixing the woo with the do to elevate you to be the best version of you that you can be. Raise the collective consciousness to a higher frequency so we all rise and many, many future generations continue to rise. We're going to unlearn all the bullshit that we've been taught and conditioned to believe and shift into the next paradigm of truth and to walk along the spiritual path, whatever that looks like for you, to find more love, light, joy, and gratitude. I'm sharing all the knowledge I have and will continue to acquire to help you to live the best possible life of abundance, growth, and self-love. You can manifest your dreams. You can create your own incredible reality. You are meant for more. You deserve more. You can be, do, have whatever you want because you are limitless. You are a spiritual badass. Let's do this. Hey everyone, welcome back to the You Spiritual Badass podcast. I am here today with Vanessa Louise. Vanessa is an emotional health specialist for the Naked Coach or the Naked Coach, sorry, not for, she is the Naked Coach. (laughs) And her Naked philosophy is all about helping people heal the hurt within uh, in order to live happier, more fulfilled, loving lives because she believes that feeling is the secret to healing. So I am going to hand it over to Vanessa and let her explain to all of us who she is, what she loves, who she helps, and why. Oh, big. Thank you, Janessa. Yeah, big old (laughs) question. Thank you for having me. Yeah, my name is Vanessa Louise, and I am incredibly passionate about helping people feel their feelings to create the most profound healing within themselves. Why? Because I did this for myself. Um, and I just wanted to share how I've done it because it's an un- can be an uncomfortable, prickly journey. And we know, don't we, that it's not mm. something we necessarily want to do by ourselves. When I was a little girl, I just wanted to help people feel better about themselves. Um, why? That was what I didn't like. The answer to was because I didn't like myself. Um, mm. I have two amazing parents, a sister who is my best friend, my younger sister, and I couldn't understand why I didn't like myself because I was very had a very blessed life and um, felt truly loved. So that was my my first kind of uh, objection, if you like, as to why I didn't like myself. So initially, I got into cosmetics from school uh, because I thought that would be a really great way to help people feel better about themselves. So I helped women uh, feel better about the skin they were in. I traveled on the cruise liners as a facial therapist. I traveled the world. I had all sorts of lovely things happen to me while I was away. I experienced all sorts of unlovely things while I was away in my early adult life. And that led me then to setting up my own business with a cosmetic company. And I experienced some brilliant success with that company until my life fell apart in the back end of the 1990s and the early 2000s and my children were small and um, in a very bleak desperate place in my life I prayed for a miracle and that miracle saved my life and the life of another 
So from that moment in 2008, I promised myself that I would do everything in my power to live with that miracle. And the miracle that came to me when I prayed, please help me, was love and gratitude. And every step and every day as best I can, and I don't always measure up, but my intention is to live in love and gratitude as best I can throughout the day. And that was 2008. So a good 14 or probably 16 odd years ago now. Um, and as a result of doing that, my life completely turned around. And as I started growing my old cosmetic business, I was asked how I'd turn my life around. Mm. And I just, my reply in the beginning was a choice. I just made a different choice. So, of course, then, well, what choice did you make? How did you make it? What? <laughs> so because all these questions were coming back at me, I was like, gosh, okay, this is, yeah, this is something that other people would really like to know about. Until someone said to me, how do you do what you do with effortless grace and a smile on your face? That mm. really got my attention. And I mm. thought, I think I owe it to answer these questions that are being asked of me nearly every day to give it the thought and consideration and I said to this one lady you know gosh why do you ask that and she said because I'd really like you to help me do the same I love that wow yeah so that then made that was back in 2012 mm. and so as a result of that I learned to meditate I practiced asking myself the questions how had I done what I'd done how had I freed myself from that desperate the clutches of pain that just it feels so debilitating mm. and um it doesn't mean to say that my life is a bed of roses by any stretch of the imagination but i have now experienced some very beautiful highs in my life and i also know how to deal with the upset lows in life as well as a result of understanding how i'd overcome my adversity as a result of that i was encouraged then to leave my cosmetic world and step forward as a mentor and coach and I organically this chose me I didn't choose it so it would have been the last thing I'd have chosen to speak (laughs) speak and write about anything because I was just I struggled at school and was very shy so um because it found me it was it's just taken a little bit of time to understand what's being asked of me um but as we know that by stepping forward and showing up each day is the best way to learn So that's how the Naked Philosophy was born, because I, for three or four decades, had had the same dream over and over and over again, Mm. which I called the Naked Dream, where I would get caught in my local high street. It had to be my local high street where everybody I knew in my dream was there and I was naked and I couldn't cover myself up. And everybody was pointing at me and laughing. And I just felt ashamed and embarrassed and humiliated, which are common low vibe emotions to me. Yeah. It uh, used to be. And um, I thought it was because I had body confidence issues. At the time, I was, most of my life, I've been carrying weight. And after my son, I had to use six stone. Um, so I thought it was because I had body confidence issues. When I lost the weight and I started to turn my life around, I still kept having a dream. So in my meditation, I would ask, why am I having this dream if it's if I'm feeling lovely in myself? And the answer that came back was because it was the fear of showing up as my true self. Mm. And that really hit home. And I thought, gosh, who actually is that person anyway? So therefore, my naked journey began. And as I was doing that for myself, I was just helping other people, men and women, do the same. And then so here we are today as a result of being asked and um, following my heart. Um, I've created products and masterclasses and 
I've had conversations and I coach and whatever is asked of me, um, I will do up and, and show up as best I can to be able to help other people become naked and live a naked life through the naked mm. philosophy. I love that. So in a nutshell, that's kind of it, really. That's beautiful. <laughs> How do I live as my true self? Yeah. Beautiful. So a couple of things that I'd like to, you know, kind of pick out of what you just said was love and gratitude. Um, it's interesting that you had said, you know, like the, the shame and the guilt and all of that was low vibe, emo like emotions for you. And they mm. were um, regular emotions. Mm. And then you were, but you were asked to sit and live in the two highest vibration mm. frequencies on, in the planet, in the universe, really. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Both you know, extremes. Yeah. Exact extremes. Yeah. I mean, your, your guides were like, girl, get out of that ditch. <laughs> like what? <laughs> yeah. What's going on here? Here, just do this for a little while. We're going to raise your yeah. vibe quick. I love that. Um, and now I don't remember what the second thing was, <laughs> but it'll come. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me exactly what I mean, I, you may have in so many words in, in what you just said, mm. um, but tell me exactly what the naked philosophy is. Like, what is like just bearing it all and yeah, really, it's interesting. really looking deep into yourself? Yeah, definitely. So the naked philosophy in the nutshell is stripping back the bullshit stories that we believe to be true about ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know, that head chatter. Mm -hmm. that story that we've created is rubbish and it's not true it we do appreciate that it's on it's there to protect us right but at the same time it's not helpful or we mm -hmm. think it's there to protect us but naked is to strip back the bullshit stories we believe to be true about ourselves so that we can heal the hurt that we do harbor in our hearts so that we can connect better to our hearts our true self and show up with confidence purpose and joy that's mm -hmm. basically in a nutshell what the naked philosophy is plain and simple however mm. difficult mm. to do and complex because we have veered so far away from our truth over the years and actually the truth being the power of love i talk about a lot is the energy that turns the world grows the grass and beats our hearts mm. so if that energy that orchestrates everything in the entire universe is beating my heart then doesn't it make sense for me to connect to that as best I can? So then I'm in alignment with that power and therefore that power can then guide me, my choices and every decision I make as yeah. best I can to my ability. I'm human. Um, I'm, my humanness is flawed, but there is that divine part of me that's not. And it's about tapping into that so that I can feel guided by the truth that would straighten my path and help me step up and show up in life with courage, but also just with a little bit more effortlessly, mm. rather than relying on my human self manually that takes, you know, we get exhausted when we rely too much on our physicalness. Mm -hmm. So yeah. let's use that energy that's beating our hearts to our advantage and to, to guide us into living a, a, a more effortless, more loving, um, harmonious life, really. Yeah. We know it exists. We've all had moments where we have felt like we're on the crest of a wave. And we've all had moments where we go, oh, my gosh, if life just stopped now, I would be in heaven. Like, this is bliss. This is lovely. I'm happy. 
but those moments are fleeting and few and far between. So the naked work is about how can we learn to surf on the crest of that wave and fully appreciate that it will crash on the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the cycle of life. And, and just as the moon comes up after the sun goes down and vice versa, that that crest of the wave will crash. So how can I align myself so that I can enjoy the crest of the wave, deal with life's lows and know that that cycle will happen again and again and again and again. Yeah, because that's really where the growth happens. It's not at the crest of the wave, it's at the crash. <laughs> Absolutely. It's at the crash where we learn and the growth for certain definitely happens, you know, and that's where our best self is called to the forefront to lead. We just yeah. don't often learn to trust that. But mm-hmm. it's also as well in the joyful euphoria places in life where the crest of the wave is experienced. Are we fully appreciating that that's mm-hmm. life at its best? And that's, again, what fuels us, the momentum when it does come crashing down. And it's yeah. about learning with learning to deal with and manage um, and regulate life as it flows through you with its ups and downs. And yes. But we can remain centered. That's the practice. If we can remain centered, then it doesn't matter whether it's up and down, left or right. It just we just let it flow. Right. And if everyone mm-hmm. can start, if they haven't this work right now, mm-hmm it serves throughout anything that you're going to do in your life. Absolutely anything. Like I started this work when I started my journey in entrepreneurship, right? Mm. (laughs) Which is you're forced to look at yourself in entrepreneurship. You don't have a choice. Like all of your fears, all of your doubts, all of that stuff comes up Mm. when you have to go now put yourself out into the world. Yeah. I mean, I didn't start as a, as a storefront. I started online coaching too. Mm -hmm. So when you're, you know, have to be bare naked, right. Yeah. In front of, you know, the internet, even though you don't see people watching you, you know, they're watching Mm. and, you know, just being afraid of what naked and afraid, right. Of what Mm -hmm. they're going to think or say or do. And then I remember when I just said, I don't care. No, absolutely. I love that. And that for me is what vulnerability is, because I think vulnerability is the biggest obstacle into being metaphorically emotionally Mm. naked. Right. It's the fear of what people will say, what Mm. judgment will come at us. Mm-hmm. And actually, it doesn't really matter anyway. I loved it when Wayne Dyer said, um, what you think of me is none of my business. Yes. And he used to say to his kids, I don't care whether that person likes you or not. I care whether you like you. And vulnerability is expressing yourself, your true self, your heart, your mind, your thoughts, your feelings, your experience in that moment. Learning how to express yourself through language, which can be tricky because feelings don't have language. But learning how to express yourself in that moment, regardless of the response that you will get from the outside world and other people. Mm -hmm. And it's not that you don't care, you don't care. I don't care about you. I'm just not going to allow what you think of me to hinder or affect how I choose to love myself. And I'm only going to know who I truly am if I put myself in situations where I give myself the opportunity to truly understand myself better and how I came so far off my center that pain has got that bad that I am now being forced to look at this. 
Mm. So I'm going to choose to do that, which comes back to why it's so important to have people around you that love you, encourage you. And um, we've all got people in our lives, whether they're your own children or your best friends or your parents or beautiful work colleagues that will love you regardless because yeah. they know that your intentions are pure. They're good. You just want to grow. And just like a, a baby will get up and fall over many times before they actually learn to walk. That's mm-hmm. the importance of loving yourself enough that that will happen. And how can I help myself get up again? But also really surrounding yourself as best you can. You only need a couple of people. Mm-hmm. You don't need a whole army, but just that will right. support you in. But an army it. isn't bad either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you've got that, great. But not very many people do, which is why it's like, I don't have anyone around me. Great. Well, you've got yourself. So, you yes. Know, because ultimately exactly. that's what it is, is, is how can we communicate with ourselves, our truest self, better, more regularly, so that I can continue to evolve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. and another freedom comes from all that kind of in between. So exactly what you said when I say I don't care, doesn't mean mm. that I don't care about anything. It just Absolutely. means that I don't care what you think of what I'm doing if I'm if I feel aligned in yeah in that, then I'm going to do it. If it's a mistake yep. for me, then mm. I'm going to learn from it. Absolutely. I didn't, I didn't fail. I didn't mm. do anything wrong. I learned a lesson. Absolutely. And I think also as well, understanding that when we do step forward, because that's our intention is to learn and to grow, it's almost like we create this bubble around us where anything that comes at us just doesn't get through. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So when yeah. I do step out in courage, it doesn't feel like it before I do it, but when I do step out in that courageous place, I am naturally protected because I'm my, uh, I've empowered myself and I'm my own source of comfort. It doesn't yeah. matter then what anybody else says or does around me. And, but that takes practice. Like none of this is easy. It's right. simple, but it's not easy exactly. because there are, there are not that many people you know willing to do this kind of work so that's why it's important to speak up so that we can be in contact like you and I have met because this is a passion of ours we want to keep growing and we want to help people do the same right and then there's there's a whole other thing right so it's great to do the work on yourself and it's deep work and it's ever evolving and it's always going to be happening yes and then we choose to take that and then go help others Yes. which is like a whole nother level of, Absolutely. of the same work that we have to do again on a different level. Yeah, it's it's constant. I love what you said. It's, it's ever evolving. Mm. It's all encompassing. It's ever evolving. We cannot not do this work. Mm-hmm. And I think once we get our head around that, I've got a saying that it's there's nowhere to get to and it's never done. Right. The moment that it's done, we're dead, right? We pass over. Right. But while we're breathing, there is always work to be done. Just like you can't wash on a Monday and still smell fresh on a Sunday. You, yeah, right. We need to keep, you know, and especially if you've done sports or something, then you, you know, but that, that, that analogy just helps us understand that if I keep fighting this, I'm thinking I've got to either transform once in inverted commas and I'm, I'm good to go. Mm. The, you know, nature is the best demonstrator and the best example of this goes through its seasons then it will go back round again do you think the tree says oh my god spring is here again yeah i get a a bloom great it just does it yeah it just does it or like it strips bare in winter and it's like oh i don't want to be here it appreciates it's all by the process if it has a conscience right 
but it's right. the just as soon as we can just get in alignment with the flow and I also appreciate that I teach what I need to hear the most I share what I need to yes. hear the most so I don't ever share from a place of I know what I'm talking about I share from a place of this is my experience and because I've only ever learned my stuff or where I am or have felt things resonate with me because of other people sharing whether we listen to podcasts or books or interviews or seminars, or even if you're just in conversations with your mates, you right. learn because other people share. And exactly. who are we then to deny anybody else? I would still want people to still share with me so I learn. So therefore, I'll keep sharing. And as long as it's kind of not for your own agenda and me, 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 me. I think if we can understand and make sure that there is an invitation for other people and it can be, you know, a conversation. Right. And I think yeah. that's, that's I mean, how we learn. That's multifaceted right there, right? I mean, yes, yeah. we, we, I share, I love to, you know, scroll through the things and be like, oh, wow, that's amazing. And then you kind of reflect it on yourself and go, hmm, you know, like feel into it and say, you know, is this something, some kind of work that I need to do? Like, did I see this message today for a reason? Did it make me, it made me feel something. So yes. what does that mean for me? Yeah. Is it, does it resonate? And I say that a lot, especially as a speaker, before I do any kind of speaking or masterclasses, please don't listen to me today. Don't just listen to me. Listen mm. to how, what you hear today resonates with you. That's yeah. what I'm asking. My role is to make myself obsolete. Because at the end of the day, we are the only one we can rely on. And if we've got other people in our lives we can rely on, bonus. It's the icing on the cake or the cherry on top. But ultimately, we are the only ones that are responsible for, you know, creating the lives as, as we wish. Other people can contribute and influence it, for sure. Um, but, yeah, learning how to communicate with yourself is, is the yeah. key for me, I found. Yeah, most people will come to, to us already open to mm. doing some of the work at least right <laughs> or at least they're like they're ready to at least explore what that work might look like for them yeah I think totally because whenever I've done any work with anybody else it whether that is my invisible higher power or whether that is a girlfriend or a coach I cannot see the label of the jar I'm in is a phrase mm. I use a lot so therefore mm. I need life I need other people um, and I need to be open to that, but I need that reflection back to me because I can't see the label of the jar. And so if I am looking at my life, what's that reflecting back to me that is the next place that I need to work on, I need to heal. When mm. I'm in conversation with others, especially what triggers you, my gosh, if that is not the greatest learning, I don't know what is. Yeah. When we're in conversation with, yeah, we're triggered by somebody whether what they say or they do or how they behave and that triggers us the first place that we look at is why why am I triggered by that because that is a wound that I need to look at yep. so in actual constant, fact, I constantly say that to myself if I'm if I get I call them unpreferred emotions yeah I don't like to call them <laughs> negative or or positive because literally yeah. our brains don't you know it doesn't like click if it's yeah. negative or positive our uh, brain doesn't well, only our body does Yes, exactly. So I'm always saying that to myself. If I get a, if I am feeling an unpreferred emotion, I'm like, hmm, why is that? 
What's that telling me? Yeah. What's that telling me? Yeah. What that's the next thing that I obviously need to dig into and mm. and work on and examine. Exactly. And the evidence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The evidence of that is the fact that it's here. You know, yeah. we can root around, but actually, why don't we just deal with what's present? Because mm-hmm. that's what our energy is asking us to look at. Yeah. I would like you to deal with this now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. And it won't yeah. come up until we're ready to deal with it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. yeah. And we're very much, aren't we, in a place right now with the way the world is? We're so being asked to look at deep, big, deep stuff right now. Oh, yeah. In yeah. conversations we're having and, yeah, what we're noticing for sure, Absolutely. which is exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So if anyone is listening right now, Vanessa, that does it, is it? isn't open to even working on themselves and but they I don't know I can't even say that they feel stuck I guess but they probably feel something isn't there's there's more there's something isn't right I don't mm. want to say right either I mean I know, right I know what you mean, right. but that's the language they would use isn't it yeah that's the language that's the young I used to use that language something doesn't feel right something's off like you know what yeah. is it there's that frustration if you recognize yeah. you're caught up in it yeah. Yeah. Like I'm angry all the time or I'm sad all the time or mm. I feel stuck or, you know, all these things, but they just don't know how to get out of it. And their yeah. mind is, hasn't been open to these possibilities mm. yet. Mm. What, what would you say to, to that person? Oh, it's such a good question. I love it. I think the other place to recognize is, you know, even if people don't recognize that they're experiencing those unpreferred, unlovely emotions or that pattern is actually, are you perhaps looking outside of your life and thinking, why have they got that? I wish I had. That's another mm. really great indicator. Okay. So um, what would I say to that person? I think first and foremost, be kind to yourself, please. You are with you 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days of the year. And if you are not kind to yourself and if you are not compassionate with yourself, then no one else is going to be. Mm-hmm. Likely no one else is going to be. Uh, you're very blessed if however unlovely you are to yourself, you've still got someone that thinks you're the best thing since sliced bread, then you are a very blessed individual. But generally speaking, be kind to yourself. I think that was my greatest learning is I was beating myself up, uh, talking to myself like the shite off the bottom of my shoe. I wouldn't talk to my worst enemy the way I would speak to myself and how I would mm-hmm. treat myself. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's important to, yeah, first of all, be kind to yourself, but can you perhaps be open? to living a little bit more in your imagination if you as a little kid were anything like me and I think most kids they imagine play they make up stories we have uh, made up friends imaginary friends we would daydream about all sorts of stuff especially while we may be in school and we don't want to do the boring things <laughs> that we've been asked to do we daydream out the window or you might just kind of find your mind wandering Go there a little bit more and just allow yourself to just, because if you cannot imagine what it would be like to live lovingly, whatever your word is, happily, lovingly, harmoniously, confidently, we will have different labels Mm -hmm. on what we understand to be the truth, but we have different labels. If you cannot live and play that out in your imagination, you will never experience it in your material life. I was going to say real life real life with a small r the reality with a, a big r capital r is is in our energetic place in our imagination so play a little bit more with it then the reason i say that is because no one knows what you're doing it doesn't appear in a bubble above your head 
So people aren't going to point out and go, oh, she's clearly living her dream life because that's not what she's living now. You know, and it's play play with that a little bit more. And I think ultimately, if we can practice that and just start maybe engaging in different conversations and concentrate on, on trying the things that you really enjoy, doing more of what you really enjoy, if that's stroking your cat, please do more of that because it's ultimately we want to start feeling better about ourselves. If you perhaps don't get enough sunshine, get out in the day. And we don't have an awful lot of sunshine in the UK, to be fair. <laughs> but just get outside, even if you just stand outside the front door and stand on the front doorstep for a couple of minutes. Um, I've always encouraged my kids, please just do more of what you enjoy. Be in the joy of what you do. And the rest will occur from that place. There's no yeah. point in trying to drag yourself through life because you think you should. That's right. Just begin with smaller things, you know, reading comics, I don't know, dancing to your favorite tune every morning, whatever it might be, drinking a really beautiful cup of coffee, you know, whatever it is, just do more of it, but do it intentionally because you want to encourage yourself to experience more of the lovely things that bring you joy. Yeah. And just begin there. You haven't got to leap up the whole staircase right because there is nowhere to get to and it's never done just Mm -hmm. love just enjoy practicing in your own imagination and just try and just be a little bit more present in that and the rest Mm. will open up for you yeah i if you can imagine it it can happen absolutely because you wouldn't get the thoughts or the ideas if they weren't possible love that and being present in that moment, like when you're drinking that cup of coffee, like when you said intentional, Mm. I think just bringing yourself back to this present moment right here, nothing else, no worries, your problems, whatever it is, Mm. what are you grateful for right this second? Yeah. And even if it's just, I'm breathing. I know. Yeah. Um, You know, whatever it is, try to list five things that you're grateful for in that very second. Yeah. And just bring appreciating very much so. And we we hear this message a lot. Why? Because it works. However, is it fair to say, and I know this was true for me in the beginning, is it fair to say you sit there and go, okay, forgive me, but how on earth is that going to help when I'm massively in debt? How on earth is that going to help if I'm struggling with disease? How on earth is sitting there? present for a couple of seconds appreciating my coffee or the fact that I'm breathing please explain to me how that is going to help dot 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 and I get asked that such a lot yep that very thing isn't going to solve the world's problems Mm -hmm. right full stop however because we have become unpracticed if you like in Mm -hmm. enjoying life like a little kid you remember jumping in a puddle in your welly thinking it was the best thing ever and we stopped doing that stuff because it's pumped out of us by the outside world if I can just bring myself back to being present, like you say, then expand that capacity to 10 seconds. Next time, 20 seconds. Next time, 30 seconds. The moment you do that, you will begin to feel a sense of relief. That's all we're after anyway, full stop. That's mm-hmm. why we want certain things in our lives, whether that be people, jobs, relationships, holidays, success, whatever, right? We only ever want that thing so that we feel a sense of relief. So we feel at peace, happy again, however you want to label it. We're all seeking for that, that point 
right? Where we just feel lovely. Let's label it as lovely. Mm. Escaping mm. or forgetting that we are already lovely anyway. It's just mm -hmm. our thinking. So just by being present, we just drop out of that busy chaos in our heads, don't we? And yeah. just if I could give you, I used to say to myself, if I could just give myself five, six seconds, 10 seconds of relief, would that be just what I need right now? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And then now I've done it for 10 seconds. Could I just do it maybe for a little bit longer? And I just used to practice that. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I can sit there for a good hour, 90 minutes. Because yeah. I know that that relief is what I'm searching for anyway. So give it to myself first. And then, as you say, it all tends to go. Just like you were saying before the call about your everything going effortlessly with your shop and opening up your business. Mm -hmm. You were in the joy of wanting to do what you wanted to do because it felt good. So therefore, that's why it flows. Right. We're just beginning the process and creating the possibility for, for solutions to occur. It might not be the solution, even though we know it is, right. but it's more of it and practicing it continuously opens yeah. up the space for the solution to appear. Yes, because when you're asking questions like you were just saying, like, why is this happening to me? Why am I in so much debt? Why, why this? Why is this happening to me? Yeah. You're not in a solution-based no. frame of mind and problems can't be solved from the same energetic, the same energetics that they were caused in. Exactly. But also it's a starting point. So if you are in a well and you are feeling completely overloaded with the shit of life and you're mm. stuck in that place, then to question why you're there is a really great starting point. But don't stay there forever. Right. As you start to question listen to the answer why why is this happening to me right which is very victim however it's it's a place to start why am I here why is this happening and then it might be oh because you've just got to learn how to stand up for yourself but mm. we ask these questions but we stay close to the answer that was me for such a long time why is this happening I'm a good person I try my hardest nothing seems to work out for me blah 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 boring mm. boring boring yeah. until I sat there and I was like so why is this happening and I was so exhausted and so in such a bleak place that I was just literally naked. I was bare and I was like, I've got nothing else. So therefore I didn't have, have energy to move or think for myself. So of course, when I'm in that place, guess what came up? You need to learn how to stand up for yourself. And I said, that's why. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, how do I do that then? Well, how about trying this, do this, do the other. That moment I prayed for a miracle, love and gratitude. I was so bullshit and resistant. I am in a place contemplating doing the unforgivable. And you think that's the answer? No mm. way. And yeah. it was so loud <laughs> and so like, you, you're not going to get away from me this time. Love mm. and gratitude, love and gratitude. At three o'clock in the morning, I was like, the only way to shut this voice up is to actually do it. <laughs> so I was like, fine. So I threw my night shirt on and stamped across the landing and just stood over both my kids as they were babies, seven and five, and was grateful. Thank you for my cuddle today. Thank you for my picture. Thank you for helping me stir dinner. Da, 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 da. And, and literally felt the weight lift off my shoulders. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm yeah. feeling something. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. I'll listen. I'll listen. I promise I'll listen. Mm -hmm. And it, that's just where it began. Like desperate, desperate, desperate. But we've got to be unhappy enough to want to mm -hmm. do something about it. Whereas yeah. I think you and I have maybe believed that let's not wait until it's that bad because if we've experienced that place, we don't really want you to go there. We'd like to right. help you not get there. Exactly. I know, yeah, that's why I've learned. Yeah. Beautiful.
I love that. This was an amazing conversation, Vanessa. Let everyone know where they can find you um, on social media, your website, all the places. Oh, bless you. Thank you. Yeah, my website is vanessaloves.life and all our social um, handles are on there. But there's a little bit more about the naked philosophy and how you can become naked and live a naked life for the benefit of the greater good, including yourself. Beautiful. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here and sharing your amazing naked philosophy today and standing here naked with us. Not literally. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for all you do as well, Jim. Oh, thank you. All right, everyone. So go give Vanessa a follow and we'll see everyone in the next episode.